This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And this is part two of Mandala, although it might end up titled something else. In, in, in the first part, I started off with a dream that I was waking up, and I'm currently walking, doing the, uh, the morning walk, daily exercise. The good thing about podcasts, this particular one, is that it has doubled, let's see, that's not quite right, it has doubled, right, my, I'll go out for a walk, and I'll, I'll, I'll be out for an hour, and then I will often do another walk for an hour. So I think it's quadrupled my, uh, my exercise, which is, is a good thing. And in the first episode, I talked about uh, some difficulties I had with writing talked about my fantasy world and how it's this expression, exploration of the psyche, that it, you know, that it is divisions of the, um, say, states of mind, you know, and I'm aiming for a united state rather than states. Uh, from there... Uh, I wandered into talking about uh, the New Year's celebration here and just how there was this odd... And too, in Vancouver, there are these odd moments of um, uh, sort of language, culture, and which would not be a problem except, you know, there is not an equality with First Nations Native, uh, Native Canadian, American, uh, Indigenous people, um, their culture. You know, we're celebrating, upstairs we're celebrating big cultures, and not even well. You know, I started arguing myself into this pit of despair about multiculturalism and why. Because if you start doing it, it gets really messy, you know. Like if you're, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna translate an English song into Chinese, then you should do it in Mandarin and Cantonese. And if you do it in Canada, then you should do it in Fr- into French as well, a lot, <laughs> because it starts to get weird, and then it starts to get weirder still because. When you consider English, you have to consider, uh, you know, the the oppressed languages within the UK. That's the history. You know, you, you have to consider Gaelic. You have to consider Irish, Scottish, Welsh. I believe there's also something called Manx. <clears throat> and they are, you know, different col- uh, different languages. And then, of course, if we're going to do those, well, let's, you know, do Tibet. You know, that, oh, you know, we don't want to upset China. You know, well, we're, we're Canadian. We're not, you know, no moss. Let's not go there. Oh, okay. So, sorry, you know, uh, Tibet Canadian people. Tibet, yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, the worst... You know, and the most heartbreaking is the uh, uh, First Nations language here, Halkabalem, that, you know, it has its champions, but it has the weight of uh, cultural genocide, etc., 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 which is painful. For me, it's painful. Uh... You know, I'm struggling every day 
You know, I open up the newspaper, there's no Halcomalum section. You know, oh, that doesn't matter. Um, but we're going to offer Chinese services. Okay. <laughs> so we have our priorities. And again, it's heartbreaking and confusing because, say, you know, if you are Chinese, then you get the, you get the subtext. You just in your gut, you can feel how this is packed. Right? You're superior. You know. Oh, of course you're not. You know, you're not European. Of course, but you're, you're one up, on the native people, which is a terrible, place to be. It puts me in a terrible place. Because I can go, you know, well, right? I'm on top, right? You know, I'm, uh... I've got the status, right? Oh, no, 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 we don't have status. Oh, oh, okay, all right. And... And I, I also, too, that's something that say... I'm... You know, in my in the early incarnation of the podcast, I'm not, you know, supposed to talk about. It's right up there with uh, the abuse, uh, the child abuse that I grew up with, and the community who continues to operate. You know, the uh, commune slash cooperative where I grew up still exists. The environment, the toxic environment of negligence still exists. It's like a mini version of uh, Canadian culture and uh, cultural genocide, except it's the genocide of uh, the human spirit. Because you're supposed to be silent. You're supposed to shut up. You're supposed to do what you're told while you're being abused while your humanity is being sucked out of you by these uh, <clears throat> sociopathic vampires. So even though there's no war, and even though there's no fight, there definitely is. Vancouver is... It's, it's a bloodbath here. The mountains are beautiful. <laughs> I can see the lights of the uh, you know, twinkling on the uh, ski slope. And uh, the episode just before, which is now continuing, I ended with my rage at opening this uh, movie It's, it's like an advertisement. It's like this mini-magazine, full-color, you know. They dump a bunch of money into it. But really what it is, it's, it's for advertising. And it's for their car advertisements. And in the center of this magazine, you open it up. You know, and you're in the belly of the beast. You know, there's this, you know, big automobile, prestige, you know, the angle, the angle, the lighting, the composition, and the, the one word, it's, it's sort of this scrolling Baroque lettering is aspire, aspirational advertisement, you know, everything, everything that I am, the importance of being human, you know, the relevance of it. You know, and it's just being murdered right there. Um, whether or not you believe that we're heading towards mass extinction, you know, and that it's, you know, that the oil industry, the car company, the advertisers, the movie people who allow this advertising, then you should definitely, you know, be addressing the question. You know, if you have world scientists saying, this is it, you know, and it's either you don't listen 
and and you have future generations spitting on your grave. You know, oh, who cares about them? It's yeah, it's all about legacy. But it's 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 also about having a voice and standing up and um my dearly departed Corby Cuff, he did this thing locally called Soapbox. And he and a bunch of other people would stand up and speak. And I I got myself to go to this thing. And I got myself to got myself through the door. And I got myself sitting down and I got myself you know, you know, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna do this thing. And it takes work to do that sometimes. A lot of work. And so as we go, we're talking about nothing. And I'm looking at Corby. You know, and we can, you know, I can see him. Right? And there's nothing. We have nothing to say. You know, everything has been said. There's nothing I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fix it. Right? I can't fix it for him. I can't uh, make it better. And, you know, I'm in the pit of the car advertisement. You know, the human slavery sellout, right? Best part of being alive is this car. You, you, you know, work your, work your butt off to get this thing. Because if you have this thing, it's going to fix everything. It'll make everything better. Because you'll have status. You'll be someone, right? Because you have this top of the line. Look at it. look at those lines, right? Look at fuel injection. And Kirby and I have nothing. You know, we don't have we don't have cars. We you know even you know we had cars. We, <laughs> They didn't, they didn't fix the problem. They didn't repair the damage. You know, they didn't... Uh, the, the message wasn't, be you, be yourself. You know, the, the, the object of the advertisement wasn't the celebration of the human spirit. Right? It, was, it was the dehumanization. It was this horrible moment you know and here I am with my mandala fantasy world you know this making gold out of out of uh, you know it, it's true it's not even gold it's, it's more precious so I'm, I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating and I'm also responding to this uh, advertisement of human slavery and suffering. My, one of my favorite quotes from uh, William Blake. Because... I got it back together. I got it together. I went back. I went to school. I promised myself I would never go back. And uh, so I went. Yeah. So I went back, and it was difficult. I did it. William Blake. And William Blake was. Uh, it was the the mind forged manacles, forged. So it's the. It's the sort of the prison and the cage and being imprisoned by your own mind you know, that ah oh, yeah to be to be free like say to have you know to be thrown into prison but you know inside your mind you're free 
And of course, I can't speak, you know, for everyone. And this is my journey. This is my uh, <clears throat> uh, I guess it's in a way it's a it's a return to the mandala and to be it's sublimation it's making uh, you know it's taking the terrible and making it right and that that particular advertisement for me is the you know it it kind of has become the the focal point, you know, and I, I, I pulled it out and just, I keep looking at it and just, you know, in, on one hand, I sort of marveling at the, the, the fascism of it, right? Just the, you know, that it can exist, that it, that it can undermine your self-esteem, self-esteem, and that it's allowed to, you know, that, Does, does it, by its existence, promote violence against people? Right? You know, the direction that it is uh, aspiring us in is that... Uh, that uh, desperation that we're heading for, you know, where people will, you know, just give up and do what they have to do in order to survive... And so for me, that's a big part of this fantasy world uh, psyche that it's my enemy, this car car advertisement in in its silence and in its uh, self-hate, promotion of self-hate and you know, that you know, say, freedom of speech, it's, you know, so, okay, so I have to raise enough money to respond to that. I have to sort of create my own kind of advertisement and stand against, you know, this, uh, you know, this disgusting thing. But in talking, I'm sort of, I'm positioning and sort of like going, you know, this is it. This is the problem. It's part, I mean, it's part of the problem, but it's, I, I, I can see it. I can visualize it. And two, it's not just a picture of a car. That would be almost genius to have no text, right? Just to sort of show this object. And it's been, it's been, uh, you know, done up like uh, the Mona Lisa, you know, <laughs> There's no people in the picture. There's no people. Um, yeah, people don't exist, you know, in that paradigm. It's just the viewer and the object. Right? It's just, it's just me and the picture, the image. And it's it's about the shaping of my purpose. It's about the shaping of who I am, and my value within my civilization, within my imagination. You know, it's 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 this cathedral, you know, it's this um, what is most important and precious. And so I'm yeah, sort of ricocheting around. I'm just sort of it's like are are you kidding me? I'm kind of I'm at this all-time low, you know, and I'm being delivered this um it's 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 a joke. It's a joke with no punchline. It's just it's the worst. It's just a car. No, it's an idea. 
It's, it's, you know, go to university, study, study critical reading, you know, read subtext, open this thing up. It's, it's self-hate. This is self-loathing. You know, this is, this is what the, this image promotes. The, the manipulation, this image. And two, it's just a car. You know, it's not, uh, here we go, here's a car. I'm sure it's an electric car. It's probably a hybrid. You know, it's, uh, you know, showing a lot of uh, uh, concern from the consumer, you know, and, uh, well, perhaps even biodiesel. Yeah, you know, just sort of cap on a filter so you can capture all that uh, carbon goodness. I think I think how I'm going to end up is I'm going to end up like a kind of farmer or gardener of the mind. You know that I'm going to just you know in my dotage uh, sort of I'll be sort of uh, maybe I'll be pulled out as this kind of oddity, right? Or I'll be the old man. Sort of, Get off my you know gay environmental. Um, <laughs> Get out of my garden, you. Well, you know, look, I found some pests in the garden. It's weird, too, that the wilderness, uh, in a way, has ceased to become the wilderness, and that, you know, it has become, now it's become the subject of... uh, We do have the technology to manage it, right, and to sort of achieve some kind of balance. You know, that potential is there. Um, so is that what I'm doing with the mandala? The whole thing about the mandala is to at least achieve some kind of cohesion, some balance, rather than being fragmented and, you know, having these fights that are erupting, that there's a a consciousness. For example, in the advertisement I'm talking about, that I can clearly see myself reflected, you know, and that my values are there. Even if you want to put a, you know, a status symbol on it, that is the most bizarre thing too, because... Anybody who's anybody, you know, knows. It's obvious. High status has to do with you want organic food. And you want... uh, (laughs) You want a Tesla, right? You know, that's, that's where to be, right? That's... So it's this weird flip around of... Um... You know, if you if you're, and and then too though it's 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 also this weird um, binary of not having versus having. You know, so most of the cars I'm walking on the street without sidewalks, and the the cars, all of the cars are, uh, you know, oil and gas, and that's because the people are, you know, they're not able to invest in a hybrid or full electric, you know, or they're not, you know, they don't have the time and money to tinker about, create, you know, the, you know, what is it, zero energy flying car, you know, a a mini UFO, or uh, even say, you know, a hydrogen powered just pour a cup of water in it, right? And then you flick on the solar panels on the roof and your your car starts. So, and that's what it is. You know, I'm walking down a street of the impoverished. You know, and is it that they have been painted into that corner? 
you know, do, do I have to become a politician? And then too, say, my voice becomes lost in the, in, in the forest of corruption, right? It's like, hmm. <laughs> we have this, this sort of joke political party in Canada called the Rhino Party. And they have these hilarious platforms like they're going to bulldoze the uh, Rocky Mountains, which is this mountain range in the middle of Canada and the United States. And so we're going to bulldoze that and we're going to create two ramps from coast to coast. So you can coast from coast to coast, from the east coast to the west coast. And the genius of it is, oh, wow, you know, uh, the the question is like, okay, well, how do you get up to the top of the, you know, you know, these two platforms, right? But you (laughs) using, uh, it's using gravity as a source of uh, renewable uh, energy. But again, you have to get up to the top of the, uh, the two ramps. And it, I, I like that it exists because it puts things into perspective and points, points things out about the various parties. And, you know. Okay, we are back. Again. Did we ever leave? That's a that's another sort of moment of perspective. Is that one, you know, in a way you're always here, right? I'm, I, if you think about it, you're, you're always in the present. That's my my mindfulness moment for you. That's. Uh, and if you don't know what mindfulness is, it's just about being in the present, you know, not freaking out about what happened or what's going to happen. Because why? Yeah, because you're you're never there, right? You're never in the future, and you're never in the past. You're just here. There is no such thing as the future or the past, and that's the that's the beautiful thing about being mindful. But again. You know, I open up that I open up that two-page advertisement, and yeah, it has it's has not, it's nothing to do with um, being mindful, and you know it, it it's this suggestion. The temporal nature of the advertisement is that, you know, I see this object, you know, um, this object exists. Because it's a picture, right? Therefore, it's real. <laughs> you know, that's the weird logic of it. So there's this thing, right? Uh, do I possess this thing? Because we're all about possessions, you know. You know, because I don't want to take your thing away. I don't want you to take my thing away. My stuff is my stuff. Your stuff is your stuff. Uh, it's it, that's like the the bil- basic building blocks of law, I think. Um, but yeah, you know, so there's this thing, I don't have it, it's not mine, right? Even the, just the one word text, the, um, the, the motto, the slogan of this, uh, you know, country of the imagination that's being presented to me. And so it's aspire. So it's about aspiring to have this thing, right? Which means... I don't have that. So, um, and to aspire to something is that the, the whole point of it is that it's so amazing, you know, and you've just got to try it, have it, be it. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's language. The TED Talk I saw about language shaping, say, perception, you know, your cognitive reality how you see the world is the moon male or female which was another example from this TED talk because I think it's that 
it's German and Spanish, and that the Germans actually view the moon as masculine, and then the sun as feminine, whereas um, Spanish, it's the other way around, that the sun is masculine and the moon is feminine. And the differences in that description are that if you describe something as feminine, you will use words you know, that denote feminism. Not feminism, but femininity. Like say, you know, oh, it's soft, and it is, it is soft, and it's nice, and it's um, lovely. Whereas masculine is, it's, you know, it's uh, strong, and it's sturdy, and it's tough. I can remember with my um, siblings, and I have a, a brother and sister, when they were growing up, that that trip was laid on them. I remember, I remember n noticing it and watching it, and and um, and and be, being aware of it as well. Just like going, oh, this is interesting. You know, my parents are using language to define uh, personality, who these two people are, and so rather than having, say, full access, you know, you, you know, you're given sort of this part of the spectrum, right? And, it, you know, of course you do have access, you know, you're not just this masculine kind of, you know, brute, or are you? And then vice versa, you know, you're not this sort of um, flower of fem femininity, you know, no one is. Um, and two, it's obvious to see people sort of as expressions of, right, you know, who, who you buy into and, and your, you know, is it your, your function, your purpose, your role. It's such an interesting word for, you know, gender, gender role, right, because it, it sounds very much like theater and, you know, playing a character and um, sort of looking at it and going, you know, it's like, you know, wouldn't you want a full meal deal? Right? Wouldn't you want access to everything? And at the same time, though, you know, is it that the differentiation, this kind of border wall between the two, that what it does is it, it creates a kind of synthesis? And, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> am, am I the synthesis <laughs> between my, you know, my siblings, right? It's like, I am neither of them, right? <laughs> Uh, and and too that you know I, I you know I find myself I, I I do some things, sometimes I'll talk and I'll sound I'll sound feminine and sometimes I'll talk and I'll sound you know you know a bit tough, you know and then I'll, I'll have these sort of you know this these extremes, but I I don't look at it and sort of necessarily say oh well you know then I'm you know I'm outside of the the binary. Uh, I, I, it's it's the language of of the um, the subject. Uh, I don't know if you know the Kinsey scale, but the Kinsey scale is this measurement. And who's to say how accurate it is? But it is interesting to 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 ponder and perhaps to look at again and just just to see how many people. Um, and and this and the scale is about uh, sexuality and say. Um, where people are on this scale, like, are you, you know, and two, it's interesting to sort of pair it up with notions of gender, right? And then, you know, are, you know, where are you on the scale? Um, and, and what and why? I often get a feeling that, that people don't, people don't know, people use the word gender, and they don't know per se, so, you know, they don't know, like, say, they're thinking in binary, right, you know, oh, he is this way, or she is that way, you know, instead of, you know, the human being, and then going from there, and uh, so that's, for me, that's, that's clarity, and I do that in writing, you know, that that's my concern, is, you know, that, that the character is a human being first, and then we go into the, um, the branches, you know, say, of 
how they are defined and how they define themselves. Just having this interesting moment of thinking about... I'm just finding a way to sort of come back to mandala and just the, the wholeness of the psyche rather than um, compartmentalizing and, and living in just one area. Instead, looking at the, the totem, the totality of it. And one part that really is um, I was having a big difficulty with was that I wanted to bring um, the local First Nations up. Salish is, is the group, uh, and then, and there's a lot of Salish art out there, because I have these, you know, huge eyes, and these sort of pointed, um, almost like taloned kind of shapes, uh, almost like, say, cartouche, kind of, and um, totem poles, that's one example, but, you know, there, there's carvings and paintings, and, um, I grew up here. I grew up here, so that is part of my sort of my experience. I don't identify as, I, you know, that's that would be cult, cultural appropriation, and it's, you know, that's that's a that's a painful. Why to to not respect doing that? Well, one example that has come up for me is is dreadlocks, and and too, one of my childhood friends had had dreadlocks. And I think it's that he wanted to associate with um, Bob Marley and, you know, the message, the Rastafarian message of peace and love, <clears throat> etc. And um, so, it, so it, it was an expression of, you know, uh, liking something. And I think that that's a lot of what it has to do with. But, but the danger of it is, say, to, to take it and to use it in a way that it's disrespectful. Um, I think it's, I think it's, in a way it's not thinking about it. And to my childhood friend does not have uh, dreadlocks anymore. I don't know if that has anything to do with sort of thinking about, you know, oh, you know, that's not my culture, et cetera, et cetera. But that's a tough place to be because we all enjoy the music. I'm sure there's people that live by, you know, for example, the Rastafarian um, root, but it is so. Ethnicity, ethnicity and race is such a big part of it. Like say. Um, I I know, I know some African American, people right. I know some people in the, um, the black, dia- diaspora. Um, I know some you know people that are wrestling and um, wrestling and having difficulty with that and n- I, not enough you know I I barely know you know and I can't really say that I truly know um, anybody um, going through that and and the closest you know that I am to is the First Nations experience I don't know if I could say diaspora but that that's important for me. That's a purpose for me. One thing that happened with publishing is that I started off my main character, Mool, you know, as very clearly that she is First Nations. And as I went, that I was actually told at, at one point that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going to sell. Like, it didn't sell and um, because the market is biased. You know, the market is selling to the 70%. And it's you know that it has to do with about you know identity and and that's a crock you know because of of course you know there's <laughs> it's a crock um, but from the perspective of um, you know the the publisher and I'm, I'm in this case I'm talking about the top twenty that it has to do with um, because they you know. They, they, they didn't go for it. You know, and, and too, it's not just that they didn't go for me, right? Because, you know, that's it, it, it's, a, it's a side of it. 
right? You know, you sort of, you take it personally. You, you put in a lot of time and effort and um, just, just the notion, right, that, you know, you know, okay, we're not going to take a chance on it because, you know, number one, you know, you're an unknown. Okay, all right. Number two, right, this is, this is, uh, this is, uh, this is an Indian, right? And I actually had that, I had that used, right? And it was, it was a, it was a sad moment because it's sort of like, you know, you, you know, yeah, sure, you can use that legal terminology, right? But that's what it is. And you're, that's not the context that we're in right now. We're, you know, you can use Native American, you can use Native Canadian if you want, you can use First Nations if you want to be respectful. They say FN, right? The, you know, a, a local guy I was talking with, he says it's FN. And then for First Nations. And then uh, Indigenous. Do you want to do Aboriginal? I don't know, right? But that, uh, on one hand, it was it was crushing, <clears throat> and then on the other hand, it was just a dose of, uh, you know, this is where I live and what I live in, and you know that's, we all know it. Everybody around the world, you know, they know that this is like a, this is a super colony. That's what it is. We're living in post colonization. So I'm moving into wrapping it up. So the mandala, I don't know if I can get as much as I want, like as far as say the language, the local language of Halkamalum, and I don't know if I can, um, my publisher right now is very sweet, you know, and they have uh, allowed sort of like the first step, and I, I don't know if they're going to pursue the second step and I don't know if they can go in that direction and I'm not I'm not even going to be I don't want to think about that I want to think about what I'm doing which is it's important to for me it's important to be um, not silent you know and to be celebrating you know my you know ultra distant cousins, you know, these people and to sort of say, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, we have different ethnicities and we have different languages, you know, and too, it's also, we have a shared language, you know, the, the language of colonization. Um, and what is it? But I, I definitely want to stand on the side of, Right, that uh, of of what is you know important as a human being, you know, and just just to sort of enshrine that, you know, and to say, um, opening up that ad, and you know, if 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 it's destroying my, you know, my soul slash psyche, you know, if that's the whole intention of that you know, marketing um, campaign with this, you know, this death machine, you know, aspiring to, um, aspiring to that. If, you know, if that's the whole thrust of, of uh, what's going on, to look over to, uh, you know, you know, these, you know, I'm, I'm living on, I'm living on these people you know, their, this is their traditional land. They never gave it up, ever. Um, it's, it's what's called unseated. And that say, you know, can I, is it possible for me to, to suggest sort of to go for to the identity, to go to the psyche, and to sort of say that, you know, you know that it is possible to get, closer to yourself and to honor yourself and you know your like who you are as a person you know in contrast to the advertisement for the for the car for the for the gasoline oil car that you know that it's it's a status symbol it's 
It's about, you know, there's a term in anthropology, it's aggrandizement or aggrandizing. And it's where you will acquire wealth and then you will destroy it in order to show how wealthy you are. It doesn't mean anything. You know, look, I've set it on fire, right? You know, look, I've, I've you know, sent off these people or this industry or whatever, right? I, you know, it, it, it doesn't hurt me if it, you know, it's weird. These people live in a kind of twilight zone, you know, at, at that level, right? And, uh, you know, the people who, you know, manufacture it, and two, it's like they don't manufacture it. It's like people manufacture it for them. And uh, uh, and two, it's you know, it's like the people who own the uh, publishing houses, right? Um, where, you know, where are their their heads at? The thing, though, for me too, is that I have to come up with, I I, I have to come up with a good story, right? I have, I have to tell it well. It can't be. It can't be sort of trash. It has to be so good, right? That you you know that you have to read it. It's like somebody picks it up and go, you know, just oh my gosh, this is so amazing, right? You know, and, and in a way they don't really care about about you know, First Nations issues or rights, you know, or cultural genocide that's happening right now. Um, you know, where I live, right? You know, the language is on the it's it's extinct, right? You know, it's, and I'm just supposed to shut up and, you know, buy this car, right? You know, because that's who I aspire to be, you know, tell me, you know, oh, advertisement, right? Oh, great advertisement. Oh, oh benevolent dictator, tell me, you know, who I am and, and, you know, what I'm supposed to do because I'm an idiot and I listen to every single word you say and I, you know, I'm at your beck and whim because I'm, I'm a slave, right? You know, I'm, you know, the mental shackles, right? I am, I am your slave. <clears throat> my mind, my mind is. How do I, how do I tell that, how do I tell that story well? You know, yes, I have, I know what I'm talking about, you know, the subject. And it's about mental slavery, and it's about, you know, freeing yourself and freeing others to, you know, to, to live a full and complete holistic life instead of one that is, you know, about, you know, aspiring, endlessly, you know, aspiring and never achieving. You know, that's, that's the hallmark of addiction, right? You know, you, you, know, you, never, you never get out of it. What is it? The back to Buddhism. The um, desire leads to suffering. So just keep desiring. <laughs> keep whipping yourself on, right? Because it's all about the suffering. And, you know how do you how do you break out of that loop? I know, Moss. Let me tell you. Oh no, no, thanks. No, I've I've checked out your religion. <laughs> I've I've, ch- I've checked out your ideology. I'm I'm quite I'm quite fine, thank you. So, so this this Mandela, right? It it all has to do with bringing the reader back to uh, themselves with the capital S, their self, their version of the self, the archetype of oneness, and how can I, how can I do that? And it's it, in a way, it's already happened. I've already done a bunch of first drafts, like I have manuscripts for the books, um, but some, something happened that derailed me, or just that life happened, and that, you know, there's the, you know, the constant bemoaning and bewailing of, of the, the car advertisers, you know, the advertisers and the car companies, you know, and then the gasoline stations and the, um, the media outlets that require you know, the funds in order to have the shows on that promote the advertisements. And something, yeah, something happened. I got, uh, yeah. 
<clears throat> and am I on the other side of it? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I'm. So I had this kind of waking dream this morning, and I'm. And now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, summing it up, in a couple episodes. You know, have. So there's the. There's this fantasy world. I want to have a couple couple of these countries in every story to have this kind of back and forth that's happening <clears throat> so that we can see all of the we can experience so the reader can experience all of these different parts of the psyche these different aspects and then like say right now it has to the, the first book was all about <laughs> I wanted it to be all about leadership because the first Narnia book is all about leadership. It's Jupiter. It's like the, the king of the gods. And so we have this king of the animals. And we have this notion of leadership. And I don't, I don't subscribe to... Um, it's tough. It's, it, you know, because... What is it? Um, in Christianity, they, they say... Um, you know, it's, they want... You know, what is it? that you worship a king. That's, that's what it's all about. It's about, you know, and my difficulty is with this, right? A monarch is a dictator, right? And it's like, I, I, I don't want, I don't want that relationship. Well, Moss, you should just take your vitamins. And it's like, well, um, it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, and I, You know, I, I'm sort of exploring that, and it, is there, is there a different way, or is there a way that I can connect, you know, with the translation, right? You know, is there a way that I can have individuation, which is Carl Jung's, um, it's sort of the the quest for wholeness, you know, instead of feeling broken up and divided. Uh, inside in your you know in your life in your psyche that instead you have this <clears throat> goal and experience of uh, individuation that you return to where you're you're no longer divided right so individ there's the division that you're yeah the jigsaw p puzzle has been put together and you see the wholeness you see the forest for the trees oh well that's lovely i feel like i've come full circle and that's that's a good thing. On that note, I am shifting the podcast, and so I'm uh, I, I'm going to be talking about uh, I'm go I'm going to be talking about stuff that's important to me. That is less. Um, it, I am going to talk about story. I love talking about story, but I also have uh, big issues. I have my. Um, I have this quest quest for individuation. I also uh, have to talk about that the why of that and you know the ongoing struggle to you know to bring to light the uh, you know what the CRCA uh, co-op is doing right now, right? You know, are there any children at the CRCA co-op? You know, um, let's let's send some uh, people from uh, social workers over to make sure that no children are at the um or families right you know not having children over on the weekends or something you know if you're divorced or something or a single parent um that it's not a place for that right that it is not a healthy stable uh environment uh, that promotes um uh mental health in children right you know that it it is it has the potential uh and it has it has abused children for years, and it um, you know the the threat right now is that it's swept under the carpet. I've been gaslit a number of times. Uh, I've had support, but it's milk toast weak. You know, it's the people shut up. You know, and why? Because it's a horrible thing. No, but you know, I don't want to talk about it. I have to talk about it. Um, you know, it's killing, uh, it's killing us. My, 
I've already mentioned. And I, you know, I want to stay on topic with uh, um, talking, but I'm upset and I'm enraged that, uh, you know, who's next, right? Who has to be sacrificed in order that this place can continue? And it's not healthy for adults. It promotes, you know, that negligence that as is, you know, that parents are invited to leave their children alone. You know, they're invited to, um, you know, uh, you know, babysit. You know, give your children. You know, oh well, you know, you have babysitters right there. It's just leave your children. Just leave your children. Let them wander around, and you know that's thirty plus years of child abuse because of that. You know, thought. You know that. You know acceptance and and free free range in the city. Right. It doesn't make sense. It's not healthy for adults either. It's not healthy for relationships. Women have been abused there. Women have come forward and mentioned to me, you know, and it's, it's, not, uh, it's not a healthy environment, you know. Uh, all the time there are people, uh, you know, engage, engaging in substance abuse. Uh, you know, there, there were people who were on or off hard drugs. There were, um, uh, you know, at one point there was a grow operation hidden in the walls, you know, and this is all sort of, you know, silence and shut up and secrecy, crime, you know, that the children have to, uh, you know, put up with. And, you know, it's, (laughs) it's not our, it wasn't our problem. And and yet it it remains. um, Because if I'm silent, then I snuff out, you know, the, the voice of, of those kids. And I was one of them. I snuff out my own voice, you know. And it's right up there with, you know, don't write a story about a certain ethnic group or minority because it won't sell, you know. Shut up. We don't want to talk about it, right? It's, you know, it's like denial, right? Let's just deny this until everybody's dead and the language is dead and, and um, yeah until it all goes away. You shut up, Moss. That was, yeah, you know, we were, we were told to shut up. We just shouted at over and over and over, you know, and then, and abused while, while that's going on. And that, it's tough because it's sort of say, if it's such a great place, then it will survive the CRC co-op in New Westminster at 608, no, it's at 607 and 609 Queens Avenue. It's two houses, and it's 20 people living there, and communal, communal aspect of it. If it's such, if it's such a great place, then it will come forward, and it will, uh, it's a golden opportunity to you know, apologize, ask for forgiveness, seek, um, like, the, they ought to seek counseling in order to figure out how to restructure their environment so that it is, so that it enshrines mental health and that, you know, it's no longer about, you know, housing, um, you know, you know, you know, creating this, uh, environment of negligence and you know just talk to the people there you know and they will flip out freak out and they will you know the the rational ethical moral response would be oh my gosh you know seriously that happened oh well let's deal with it let's repair this fix this let's con- connect with the um the children that, you know, were abused, let's make sure that they are, you know, supported and respected and that we foster a, a healthy environment, right? You know, proactive. And um, that's not the response that you will get, you know, and it's, 
you know, you're going to get shut down, you're going to get gaslit, you know. The fear is, you know, it's not about me, you know. I don't, I don't abuse kids, you know, you know, that's, that's what happens there is they, they, you know, it's not us, we didn't do it, oh, that happened a long time ago, right? That's not happening now. Oh, we don't have kids over anymore. And, you know, the, you, it just says so much, right? Again, because it's a golden opportunity. It's an invitation to be human, right? And, you know, treat the situation seriously and with dignity. You know, show that you're a kind and decent human being and that you, yeah, you know, you're more than that. The option is obvious. The solution is obvious. If you have a disease, a virulent, pestilent disease, much like the car advertisement at the movie theater, right, that has no respect for, you know, the dignity and the rights of children, then it deserves to be shut down. It deserves to be stopped. The plug is to be pulled. The beautiful experiment that it subscribes and, and says that it is, it is not that way. It's a golden opportunity it's for a decent organization, right, that, is, that cares. And if that's not what's happening, then... It, 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 it deserves to be treated with the swiftest justice and to be taken apart and dismantled and not forgotten. And, you know, and to, to, to sort of be an example of a place that not only did it murder children's, um, murdered children's lives, you know, and has wrecked, you know, families, but that it, that it continued to, that it denied responsibility, and ultimately that, you know, there, there's, there's, a, there's, the, there's the question there, is, you know, is it, should it be stopped, right? It, it, it's up to that, um, it's up to the co-op, the CRCA co-op. And if it, if it wants to stay alive and to be, you know, a functioning, healthy part of, you know, the neighborhood and the community, the extended community, that it has hurt deeply, um, you know, that it, it, that it has to step up. And uh, it, 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 lands, it lands on the, on the shoulders of the people who live there. It lands on the community surrounding it, and it lands upon the the government. I, I and too I reach out to the you know to the government, um, you know the government of Canada, the head of state. I'll go all the way to the top. Why? You know, what is it to be a citizen? What is it to be a human being? You know, what, it, you know, what rights do a, a child have? The answers are obvious. You know, but it's, um, it's the start of a new year, and it's the... Yeah, it, it's, it's really, it's the, it's, you know nailing the coffin shut and you know no one is doing what they're supposed to do if they want to save the place and no one is you know standing up and you know taking the bull by the horns and all i have to say is you know you know just <laughs> it's a golden opportunity do the right thing you know and if you don't it's over, right? The CRCA co-op is, you know, it's over. And uh, why? Because, because, you know, because we are human when we have values. You know, 99% of the people are going to... 
you know, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, and uh, I, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's no one listening at that at this point, but for me, it's about speaking and it's about sharing and it's about it doesn't matter if anybody's listening you know I have a voice and I have something to say and I have you know it is it is desperately deadly important it's it's killing me and my friends and it has to stop and it's just not right. It's like they're all saying. It's like the advertisement. It's just like it's just like saying you're worthless. Die. Shut up. Right. And you know the child abuse is okay. You know, and no one's standing up to sort of f- fix the broken house. You know, it's. It, it's like it's a kind of monstrous, like a vampire. And uh, that they're... I don't, I don't get it, you know? I, I had somebody... I was at Corby's funeral. <coughs> and I had people coming up. And... Uh, Telling me that their kids are living there. And I'm just... It's like... I, I'm just... I'm trying to sort of like keep it together. But, you know... They're letting their kids live there. Right? Like, why would you do that to your kids? You know... Why... You know... Do you hate your kids? Do you... Don't you understand? Everybody... Everybody knows about... You know what that place does to children, right? It's like, oh yeah, we're going to send our our children to, you know, to get abused. What do you think about that, Moss? It's like, shut it down. Burn it down. 